Hi, it's your host, Barbara, and this is the A Little Bit of This and A Little Bit of That podcast, and today we're talking about how I am healing myself, healing myself from shit that happened when I was a kid, healing myself from past relationships, healing myself through postpartum, healing myself through my all my mental illnesses, and healing myself just for me. Like, I want to do this shit for myself. Also, I do want to do it for my own family, for my kids, and make sure that I'm doing my best to be my best self so that I'm giving them the best so that I'm not ongoing childhood trauma, childhood abuse, or childhood anything. I want my kids to be able to look back and be happy about their childhood and be happy that they had a happy mom. I know some days they will see me at my lowest, but I don't want every day to be the low. I don't want the the highlight of their childhood to be my lowest. I want their their highlight of their childhood of me at my best because I want theirs to be the their childhood to be the best basically. Um this past year I had to heal myself through a lot. And a lot of those things included postpartum depression with after having my daughter Lennox. Um, finding out that I have a depressive disorder and uh, anxiety disorder on top of what I was already diagnosed with when I was a kid. A little backstory, I had to be mentally uh, hospitalized because I decided one day I wanted to fight with my brother and I did throw a weapon at him. I'm not going to say what weapon, but I did throw a weapon at him. If you know me in real life, you know what it is and you might think I'm a psycho. But I threw a weapon at him. My parents got me hospitalized, and I was diagnosed with mixed bipolar disorder and ADHD. Um, it was a rough time for me at the at the time. I was fourteen. I was going through a lot. Um, my childhood personally was not the best for me mentally. Mentally, I could not take it. Mentally, I was very emotional. I was very every day fighting myself to even want to get up, get out of bed, do anything because mentally my childhood was depressive. It was very depressive. It gave me anxiety. It gave me anxiety to be in the house with my mom. Sometimes it was, she was going through a lot and I felt like everything that she was going through trickled down to us. And this is why I say that I'm healing myself now and right now for myself and for my children because I do not want the same thing to happen to me. I do not think my mom intentionally did these things to us because that's just what she wanted to do. I think she had a lot going on. She was a single mom. She had four fucking kids by herself. And I know how crazy I fucking feel on a normal day with just Rain and Lennox here by myself. And I know how hard it is sometimes when Jalen's here and I'm kind of trying to juggle things in between all three kids. I could fucking imagine having four kids and going to school riding the bus downtown to go to work every day and do trying to figure shit out for myself. I can only imagine. So a lot of the shit I've healed from, I've accepted for what it was. Me and her have, you know, discussed these things. I very much forgave her for my childhood, but I was a very depressed child. I was a very anxiety ridden child. And because of that, um, I lashed out a lot. I I did a lot of things that was, that triggered my anger. It triggered me. It triggered my, my fight or flight. You know, it made me want to just be defensive all the time. 
And those things did trickle down when I got to adulthood. Um, postpartum, I was so angry. I was very angry, my postpartum. I cut off so many people postpartum with my daughter, Lennox. I stopped talking to a lot of family. I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, I was a very angry person. I would lash out at my fiance. I would lash out at my mom. I would lash out at my siblings sometimes because I would get so triggered by certain things that I would just be like, fuck it, don't talk to me. I don't want to deal with this. I just didn't want to fucking deal with it. I was like, no, 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 no. And I finally realized that these things weren't, it wasn't normal to want to lash out at people for no reason or for little reasons or for shit that was normal. And I just was triggered by it. So finally, after a few months after Linux was born around September, she was born in April. By the time September came, we had already been moved into our new townhouse. We had been living here for a while. I was trying to get into the routine of having a new baby. You know, I was, close, I was not co-sleeping with her, which was a good thing. I do pat myself on the back for that because I'm so glad I didn't co-sleep with Lennox because she sleeps very good by herself. But mentally, I was struggling. I was struggling to get up out of bed some days. I was struggling to even want to get up and cook for myself or just do everyday shit i was so depressed i was like oh my god i'm so fucking tired i don't want to do this why did i choose to be a stay-at-home mom why did i choose to be a mom at all like why did i have another fucking kid like it was just i was questioning myself about shit that i knew i was sure of like i'm very very confident in being a, a stay-at-home mom i'm very confident in being a mom so why was i questioning myself like I'm not a terrible parent. Like, why the fuck am I questioning my ability, my ability to be one? So one day I finally broke down. I called my cousin Diamond. Um, you'll hear about my cousin Diamond a lot because she is my biggest support outside of my siblings and my mom. Um, my cousin has heard me cry about certain shit. She's heard me confide in her about certain shit. She's gave me the best fucking advice as a parent for my children. It's things that me only me and her have discussed about my kids that I only trust her with. And if I could, I she's my biggest secret holder right now. My cousin basically told me like, you need help. Um, This is not you, I know this is not you. Like she was definitely like, hey, get your ass to a doctor. We gonna get this fixed. And um, in September 2002, after having Linux, I was diagnosed with depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder. Um, I was also recommended to uh, get on, uh, uh, I think they call them, it's a word for the type of medication this is. I want to say SS, it's something. It's something. I, I can't think of it right now. But basically, I'm on Lexapro. Um Lexapro scared me because I was on medicine at 14, maybe up to like 18, and then I stopped taking it because at that point, I know this is going to sound silly, but I did feel like I could go through life without being medicated, which helped, but I still was doing, you know, lashing out, having anxiety, being having depressive um, episodes, so 
it didn't work out for me and it surely didn't help me with going through postpartum. So I was kind of happy, kind of like scared of the Lexpro. Um, Lexpro definitely is a medication that I can see myself being on long-term. It has combated my anxiety. It silenced the inner, you know, that constant radio in your brain, that constant, constant questioning yourself, constant like different scenarios that might happen, the constant, you know, scary shit that you like, oh my God, that's going to fucking happen. Oh my God, this person's thinking this about me. Oh my God, this shit is going to happen. Like, I'm so fucking scared. Like it literally quiet, like that shit is gone. It killed it. And I was scared because a lot of the symptoms of Lexapro was like, you couldn't cry. These people had stopped crying. They stopped being emotional. Um, you know, they couldn't do anything. They became zombies, but I still can cry. I still have emotional times, but it definitely silenced that anxiety for me. So I do love that. I don't want to say I love Lexapro because I want to sound like a goddamn crackhead, but I do love my Lexapro. It definitely has helped me a lot, especially with my postpartum because my postpartum was more anxiety ridden. It was very scared, like me being scared of being what what I had when I was a child, you know, I didn't want to be that parent. I didn't want to be my parents. I didn't want to be anything but the best that I could be for my kids. Um, I do wish I would have asked for help earlier on um, because I wasted so much time being so depressive, lashing out, causing problems in my home, you know, with my fiance um, because I was depressed. And because I was depressed, I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to hear what he had to say. I didn't want to compromise. I didn't want to do shit. I wanted to just do shit my way. And I feel like if I would have been in the right mind, I would have easily told him exactly what I needed from him, what I wanted to do to help myself instead of waiting this long, you know, or waiting months afterwards or this year finally being able to tell him exactly what I needed from him instead of me screaming and crying you know lashing out cursing and saying I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna take and I just don't need you and da 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 like acting like a goddamn crazy lady um and because I didn't ask like I said I would mask masking is like when you're showing something different than yourself and I was basically trying to sh be hyper independent um because I don't ever want to feel or make people think that I'm weak I have a very big thing about seeming weak because of my past trauma with relationships I had a very abusive ex and now I'm like super hyper independent inside and hyper um I could be very, 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 uh, how can I say this? Like defensive. I'm always on the defense. I'm super defensive. Before you can hurt my feelings, I'm hurt yours first kind of defense. And right when I start arguing with somebody, I'm going to go low. I'm going to go to hell. And it's a bad trait because most of the time those people aren't trying to hurt me. They're not trying to argue with me. They're not trying to go to hell with me or go that low with me, they're trying to see eye to eye with me and I'm not trying to see that because I know how it feels for somebody to take you so fucking low that you can't, you can't come back from that. 
You just can't. And um, a lot of this, the depressive moods I would have is because I was feeling alone. I had a lot of like a social life, you know, um, limited time. I was limited to how many times I left the house because I don't drive. And I don't drive because of my anxiety, not because I don't have a car or anything, because I just don't fucking drive. Never wanted to learn how to drive, never attempted to learn how to drive, don't want to drive still. Um, but I, I, I do want to try and fight through it because I know if I could drive, it'll help me so much more than what I've already tried to help myself in healing myself. Um, I also had a bad habit of trying to put my children before myself a lot. Um, I know it sounds weird when I say, yeah, of course you're supposed to put your kids first, you know, in certain situations, but I was putting them before my own mental health, before my own needs, you know, my needs. I was, you know, not waking up and thinking about myself. I was waking up thinking about them. Always thinking about what I could do for them, what what's next, you know, for them. Never thinking like, hey, you need to relax, or hey, let's 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 do something for Marvel for once. Let's 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 figure this shit out for ourselves right now, okay? Like the kids are cool, they're fine. Like you can't go above what you're already doing right now. And um, I had to realize there was nothing wrong with putting myself first. And, you know, a healthier me was a better me. It was better than being depressed and being unhappy because if I'm unhappy and depressed, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good me. And my kids, I know they would rather have the happy me, the fun me, the creative me, the me that's always coming up with a million different hobbies to do, um, the me that wants to make biscuits one day, bake a cake the next day, make a shirt one day, screen print this day, take them outside, play with bubbles all day, go to the pool every day summer instead of me underneath my blankets and grind. Um, after all of the advice from my cousin, you know, taking the Lexapro, getting advice from my stepdaughter's mom, which is my best friend Taylor, uh, my best friend Jamal, you know, advice from all of the closest people to me and even my sister-in-law because she's you know we have the most common the most in common my me and my sister-in-law we both have three kids we both are stay-at-home moms the only difference is she knows how to drive (laughs) but having a routine I've learned after watching her watching all of the women in my life that having a root that routine was really help being organized help and just taking time for yourself. Like my sister, she works out. She has the best fucking body on this earth. And if you don't believe me, if I share her on my fucking story, you'll see. Crystal has the best body. And that motherfucker would go to the gym. I wouldn't say that's her self-care, but I'm pretty sure it's part of her routine. Her going to the gym, having her time at the gym. And just fucking being to herself. You know, like having her own fucking time, her own space. I know that uh, my cousin, she likes to watch her fucking lifetime. That's part of her routine on Sundays. My best friend likes to 
sit in his living room, smoke his hookah. That's part of his routine. <laughs> and my best friend Taylor, she was sharp till she dropped. And I know that shopping's part of her routine, like her self-care. Like even if she's just walking around Target, that's her self-care sometimes. And I had to figure out a routine because all I was doing was laying in the bed being depressed. Um, I wouldn't say that I fully healed myself, but I'm going to share my routine and how I'm healing myself right now. And hopefully it'll motivate some of the people that are listening or some of the moms that I know personally in my life or even trigger like them to want to do these type of routines because it's nothing wrong with just giving yourself a little grace sometimes or even, you know, saying, hey, you're, these kids will be fine. They'll be fine. You can take 20 minutes, 30 minutes to yourself right quick. Like, they'll be okay. Independent play is recommended. <laughs> so I started a simple routine that focused on healing my inner self, my mental, and my body. Uh, the routine included me getting up before the kids, um, no matter the time. So I try to get up at least 7 o'clock. Because if Charles is working days, he'll leave the house by four. So that gives, I'm already kind of up. So it gives me at least three more hours to like get my body fully up, get my mind up, you know, check my phone, you know, figure out what I'm going to do for the day, really. Um, if he's working nights, then he will come home at six. So that's even better. He'll get home by 6 a.m. because he worked the night before overnight so that that's even better because he can wake me up when he's coming in and then I can start my routine um the first thing I do is I get myself up I do my skincare I try to wash my face um uh brush my teeth you know pluck at my eyebrows you know look at myself put on my jewelry if I took it off the night before I like to change my earrings because I have two holes on each side so I like to change my earrings up sometimes um, do my hair. I try to do little things to my hair because I really am very low maintenance with my hair right now. Um, changes to my gym clothes that changing into my gym wear motivate, motivates me for either my two mile walk that I'm going to take or 30 minutes of strength training. And I like to do, um, anything that has to do with the, with weightlifting. Uh, I'll do a light breakfast, like apples and peanut butter yogurt granola and fruit something light a uh, coffee quick you know black coffee i fill up my stanley cup with ice water take my pre-workout so i can get ready for my workout i work out clean up any messes from the previous night mostly it's like unloading the dishwasher um sweeping and mopping uh prepare the kids breakfast i go wake them up change, you know, Linus's diaper, change their clothes, feed them, you know, sit at the table with them for a while. And if the weather is good, I will take them on the wagon ride. I will save my two mile walk for after. I, if I'm doing both the strength training and the walk, I'll save my walk for after they eat for when they eat breakfast so that I can take them on the wagon ride. I'll pull them in the wagon or we'll go out on the back patio. And usually it's like little bubbles or I let them play with little toys. If it's hot outside, then we're playing with water. Rain rain has a water table. 
And I just sent Lennox and her old baby tub and let her little play with the splash around with the little toys. Um, this has worked good for me and has worked wonderful. Um, I've went out the routine plus the Alexapro. Um, it's it's helped. It's motivated me to want to do better every day. I have good thoughts. I feel good. I feel full of energy. You know, it motivates me not to want to stay stuck in my bed. Ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to be in my bed. When I got home from school, I was in the bed. After I graduated from high school, in my bed. And even as an adult, I spend a lot, a lot of time in my bed, and I don't want to be in the bed anymore. No so this routine has helped a lot. Um, now, the only downside to my Lux Pro is that I can't drink a lot because it does induce, you know, depressive, dis, you know, episodes like where I will cry for like hours and have like crazy thoughts. Like I've had the craziest thoughts when I drink on my Lux Pro. Like I really cannot drink on it. I don't like to drink on it because it does make me feel a little uh it just doesn't it's almost one of those things where you just can't drink like it's almost like your body just can't take the alcohol so you almost feel like you know how like when you know you're pregnant and you try and drink and you're like oh like i can't drink like that's how it feels like the lex pro is basically blocking my appetite for alcohol which is a good thing i mean i don't want to be dependent on alcohol so it kind of is limiting my alcohol without me having to actually limit it also, um, I also had to be more soft with my fiance because like I said, I would lash out on him a lot when I didn't, things didn't go my way or if things wasn't going as planned like it did in my head or if I was having real bad anxiety a day or if he was pissing me off because it was triggering me. Um, I had to be more soft with him because he is also going through things mentally. He is also going through things as a, his own person outside of us, outside of our family, just like me. He also works very long hours. He can work up to eight days straight if he wants to, um, 12 hours a day. And I could never imagine how mentally it is to wake up, come home, go right back to work you know, and over and over and over. And then the shifts are changing every four days. So it's like he's on one time schedule and then he's back on another time schedule. Then he's on, you know, it's back and forth. So mentally he's going through his own shit. The only difference is he's more quiet about his. I'm more loud about mine. So I'm more defensive about mine. So I'm more chaotic with mine. And now he has to deal with my, 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 me lashing out, you know, and we basically have to have a talk where we both have to see each other as equals. We basically have to acknowledge each other's ment, you know, what we're going through mentally. And we also had to acknowledge that, hey, we're in a partnership. It's not just going to be mom's going to be the maid, mom's going to be the babysitter, dad only gets to take out the trash. No. On the days that I know Charles are going to work and he's working long hours, I minimize what we're going to do for that week. You know, I try to make things very easy. I try to make sure I do all my grocery shopping, all the things that I need to do while he's off so that when he's working, we don't do much except for like stuff inside the house or things with the kids. Um, 
so it's easier on him so he can relax on those days because he's just getting off of work like nobody wants to get off a 12-hour shift and then go walk around target for three hours for no reason just because i want to <laughs> so for example like when i'm cooking charles will entertain the kids he will unload the dishes i will load them back up um if i sweep he will mop or sometimes he will sweep and mop for me he'll take out the trash um even before I ask him to, or even before I could even finish the trash or think about the trash, it's already taken out. Um, he's definitely more took it on a bigger load with the kids. Like he will sit with the kids if he knows I'm busy, entertain them, play with them. Um, just take he's just taking more out the day to be more present with them instead of just being there. Um also, when I need a break, um, he's was always really good with this. Like, if I said I need to take a bath, he'd be like, okay. But now it's more of like, I don't even have to ask. It's like, oh, I'm taking a bath. He's like, all right, like, okay, I'll take the kids, you know, do this. Or, you know, I'll play with them. I'll watch TV with them or, you know, put them down for a nap for me. You know, stuff like that. Um... Um, he definitely has adjusted to our routine better than all of the other ideas in previous years. Like when we would try to do other stuff, this routine definitely works better. Um, also, um, have incorporated him in the routine. So like when I get up on the days that he's off, we do the set exact same routine together. We'll get up, me and him will have coffee or tea together. I'll make breakfast. He'll go wake up the kids. We'll eat breakfast together. Um, he doesn't work out currently right now, so he'll watch the kids while I work out, or we'll I'll take Rain with me to go work out because he'll usually just play, run around while I'm working out, and then he'll take Lennox. Um, at the end of the day, you know, everything's about compromise and understanding. I definitely had to realize that it wasn't just always about me, and, and the part of healing was to realize that everybody else has their own battles too, not just me. And if I want to heal myself, I also have to recognize that somebody else is probably healing too around me. And I have to recognize their healing and I have to respect their healing just like I would want them to respect my healing. Um, I definitely think I found a great balance in my life now where I'm going to continue to heal. Um, right now, I feel like things are going so great. Um, I hope in the next few months that I'll be able to speak you know, to either a therapist about some of the things that I've mentally been holding on to. Um, but those are bigger things that I can just, that I can't just heal them on, you know. Uh, I'm trying my best to get up and face myself and, you know, face reality and my kids with an open heart and mind every day. I do have to remind myself that I am human. I will always get better and I will feel better if I keep putting myself first and continue to heal my old wounds. Um, I just hope that, you know, me, you know, talking about all the things that I'm trying to heal and things that I've been through motivates anybody that is listening to want to do the same. You know, um, a lot of us will not ask for help. A lot of us will not, um, except that we need help. And from somebody that I'm telling you for myself, I'm telling you that sometimes the strongest people need help. 
we will not ask for help, but we need it. And there's nothing wrong for asking for help, especially if it's not even family. You can ask your friends, you can ask your colleagues, you can ask your significant other to, hey, step up a little bit for me because I'm, I'm feeling low. And I'm sure they will. And if those people can't show up for you while you're at your lowest, lowest, then they do not need to be in your life. That's another thing. That's why I cut a lot of people off. Because fuck them. And that's the end of our show today. Um, I will continue to be a healing-ass mom, crazy-ass mom, mentally ill-ass mom, but also a great mom. And this is a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I'm signing off. Bye.